0: It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal.
1: Welcome to the Soul and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Mook out, Rich.
0: Bringing the bull.
1: What's up, guys? What's up?
0: How's it going, What's up? guys? Huh. I'm, I'm just excited to hear about Drew's uh, excursion into the world of martial arts.
1: Uh, it's been a couple weeks now, but good. I uh, I, I did some jujitsu uh, years ago, many, many years ago.
2: Do you remember any of it? Is it easier to pick it up now?
1: Um, very, very little. <laughs> I, I, I was super basic then. Um, so some
0: might argue you still
1: are, Groot. Some might argue it didn't help. <laughs> huh. Some might might argue that it never it didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Shut up in your so,
2: Uggs being super basic.
1: It's probably better than than uh the first go around, but yeah. Pretty
0: Now who who are you training with?
1: You mean like specifically?
0: Like who's your teacher?
1: Uh I mean I've had a couple different ones. I've gone to a couple different gyms here.
0: Okay. Anybody that we may have heard of?
1: Mm, probably not.
0: Mm. Back in college, I trained at Carlson Gracie's gym. Yeah? Uh, but I never attended one of his classes. That'd be cool. Um, but he's passed away since. I mean, that was just a long time ago. But Yeah. Uh, It was still a reputable school, you know, uh, for that type of stuff, but martial arts are so expensive, man. Yeah. Classes and
1: stuff. Can get pricey.
0: But you're enjoying it?
1: Yeah, I am. It's been, it's been fun.
0: Always humbling when that like 130 pound dude just whoops your ass and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, that
1: from? Well and I feel like because I'm a, a bigger individual, um, the black belt that I roll with likes to go a little harder than he normally would because he's like half my size sure, yeah. <laughs> which is which is also not fun because I, I I'd have zero chance of ever getting uh-huh. him in anything period anyways even if he didn't go that hard. But he likes to he likes to let you know what's yeah, up. He likes
0: to get in there while we hard. That's <laughs> <yeah.
1: laughs>
2: one of the things about jujitsu, though, especially right. Like your size
0: really doesn't matter for most of their stuff. Uh, it, when when the skills are disproportionate, it doesn't matter at all.
2: Yeah, but if, if you're, you're close, it, yeah. that's
0: a different story. right? Yeah, but like yeah, like obviously being being
2: stronger is helpful in most scenarios, right? But somebody who knows what they're doing, who's a little dude, versus somebody who has no idea, who's you know beefy as fuck, it's not close. close. Yeah. So good shit. What made you want to jump back into that, dude? Just fun.
1: Uh, I got a couple of buddies at work that also have been going, and I was like, well, fuck it.
0: Mhm. Nice. I'll go. It's it's fantastic. I I don't think I ever felt better in my life than when I was doing that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's been good, man.
0: It's one of those workouts where you you leave
2: and you feel like better at the end. That very rarely happens for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to work. Cal, Cal, you...
2: Sweet, I just
0: ran. I feel terrible. Kyle, you did taekwondo, right? Yeah, yeah, similar enough in a lot of ways.
2: Very different style, obviously, but similar concept. Sure. Yep. I just remember, you know, super cold winter, right? You you work out like a crazy motherfucker for a couple of hours doing your martial arts stuff. You walk out into the cold, and it's the best Mm -hmm. feeling that ever
0: happened. the The best. The best. Yeah.
3: That's good stuff.
0: Cool. Yeah, it was. The cool thing is, you could do it pretty much lifelong, assuming no injuries. For sure. Yeah. You know, which is really cool.
1: Well, that's one you can... About jujitsu, especially, that, I mean... Uh... You can roll easy, but still roll and sure, still, I mean, use the momentum of everybody and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be strength. So mm-hmm. the, the injuries can be minimal as well, as long as your partner knows what's up. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Isn't well, trying to like
1: literally kill you every time.
0: No. Yeah. The worst is actually no offense, Drew. And, and this applied to me at the time. But the guys that are strong but zero technique and don't know what the fuck they're doing and they just like rely on strength, yeah, those are actually the most dangerous dudes to like grapple with, you know, to roll with. I think. Yeah, I mean, so you got to be careful. If they, if they try to
2: go all out, yeah. Yeah. Or if they try
0: mm-hmm. to use, use it, then yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: For sure. Anybody who goes kind of off script while you're training something though is, is a super questionable human being. <laughs> that's that's the truth. It's just a dick move, right? It is.
1: It is.
2: Is there like a weightlifting equivalent of that dick move kind of a thing?
0: A weightlifting equivalent? Yeah. You guys lift weights and shit I don't know anything about that so I'm trying to learn There's from. a lot of I mean we've talked about A lot of that <laughs> On the podcast yeah. Throughout the past Just terrible gym etiquette Yeah and There's
2: bad etiquette And then there's like a
0: That's like a Savagely dick move That'll get you kicked out Of, of your Your crew You know Um
1: There's probably I nothing think that bad
0: focus If you're spotting somebody uh, I
1: was gonna, gonna say leave, Leaving your weights on Not re- re-racking your shit
0: Yeah, that's a dick move, but it's not necessarily dangerous. No, I think, I think if you're spotting somebody and you're not fully engaged, that could be dangerous. Yeah, that would be, I think, the equivalent, because someone's literally relying on you. Yeah, you know, and you're like, oh, there's something I want to watch over there. (laughs) You're right. This is more important than your safety. And there is, um, I mean, the whole, a lot of gym culture has changed over the years, uh, especially with the proliferation of selfies and, and social media and influencing and stuff like that. The gym has a completely different dynamic, I feel like. Drew, would you would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, fair enough. Um, Drew, do you have a lot of young kids in in training as well, or is it mostly um, adults? Or
1: so I, I've I've been to two different gyms. Uh-huh. Um, just up here. And, uh, I think I've decided on one of the two now, but so the first gym I went to really nice gym, great gym. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people are great. Um, like more than not. There's, mm-hmm. there's a couple of douchebags cause it's a bigger gym. Always is. Um, but nice gym, uh, zero direction. Like it's mm. super unorganized. Right. Zero direction. I felt like it was a complete waste of time going, even uh-huh. though I really enjoyed being there and the gym. And then the couple of people that I did roll with, like actually would help me and stuff. And then I'd get some douchebag and, uh, he just like lay there for five minutes. I was like, really? What what the fuck is this teaching me? <laughs> And then you get some good guy that would actually go, hey. They'd get you in something and go, okay, this is how you get out of this. And then they'd get you in something else. Okay, this is how you get out of this. You know, drill and drill and drill. Yeah, and then you get those dudes. Anyways, so the other gym I've switched to, smaller gym, but is uh, in partnership with a bigger gym in Tulsa. And uh, great instruction, super organized, super detailed, little smaller classes, which helps. Mm-hmm. and uh, everybody seems to be great mm-hmm.
0: um, now let me ask you a question which gym is more expensive
1: uh actually the bigger one that I didn't yeah. like yep because they have, of a, these, they have some a bigger these gym more overhead. Open
0: up as a money grab, dude. Mm-hmm. you know that's the one thing like for anybody that's listening and maybe thinking about doing some sort of martial art or something like that, definitely, like, try to figure out or talk to people or whatever. Some of these gyms are really just a money grab.
1: And it's a nice gym, and I could, I mean, I'll probably still attend some some of their open gym stuff just because they have right. some weekend classes and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the 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 head instructor guy, black belt, uh, gave his instruction, was pretty good. We break up into some groups. We start rolling. He's over there rolling with this hot chick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole time. And never getting giving direction to anybody. Yeah. Um, it's probably his girlfriend or something. I don't know now, but he's or he's just majorly flirting with her the entire time.
0: Now, are you jealous of her or him?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Drew, do you, do you do gi or no gi, or both? I've done both, yeah.
1: Okay. I like them both. I was like, go
0: ahead.
1: I like them both. I probably prefer gi, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I like them both.
0: I actually preferred no gi because I felt like it was, God forbid, if I got into a fight in the street, it would be more realistic. Yeah. Because it was a different style of teaching. Like, they had instructors that were more geared towards no-gi real-life stuff, and then there were, like, instructors that were more geared towards competition-type um, jiu-jitsu, if that yeah. makes sense.
1: And we do a little bit of both, even both gyms. Um, some days <laughs> they'll have gi, the other days they'll do no-gi. Um yeah. And even I found here the, the, the two times I've been to this other gym, um, they, no AC, so as it heats up and towards the end of class... <laughs> Your gi ends up coming off anyway, so it switches over to no gi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you get a little bit a little bit of both in uh, in the one lesson. Um and the instructor in some of the classes the guys haven't bought a gi. So he'll Mm -hmm. he'll instruct whatever whatever we're working on. Right. This is how you do it with with gi and you reach down and grab their belt, and this is how you do it with no gi and you do this differently, and so he'll he'll kind of do both because we do have some. Um that group is a, sl- a slight older group, too, mm-hmm. except for there's probably two two or three young kids in the class. To, um, mm-hmm. I want to say 17-ish, 18 maybe. Yeah. Um, but the rest are probably I don't know, late 40s, everybody else. Yeah. The other group, the other issue is I w- we had 30 people in the class, probably. We had... Mm-hmm. F- Five or six black belts. I was one of like four white belts in the class, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and two of those were a thirteen-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the rest yeah. were were I mean pretty advanced already, and nobody wanted to roll with the new guy that knew nothing. <laughs>
0: But you know what? You know, what? you have one advantage working for you in terms of learning is there are going to be belts higher than you that will want to roll with you because of your size.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Even if your skill level is not that great, they still it's like a challenge. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you get for them. a lot yeah. of moves
1: are different too. And even like, yeah. like I said, the the black belt guy I roll with a little bit, uh, even he will change some things up because mm-hmm. he puts all his weight on me. Dude, it, pff, I could sit there all day. Right. I mean, it doesn't, it's not yeah. as effective on me. So he's got to right. change some stuff up just for that. Sure. Yes, sir. And be a little more technical too. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I... Yeah, because there's going to be more of an emphasis on them using their techniques that they're trying to refine to be able to, like, offset that size differential. And uh, in in which they may not have to fine-tune as much when they're going against people their own size. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with martial arts um, and that type of stuff in general. And, and the reason I asked if there were a lot of young kids, just because I was curious to see if it was still something that people were putting their kids into. The
1: kids' class, there's huge packed, man. Both mm-hmm. both gyms. Um, I call it, I don't know, 12 and under. Mm-hmm. Packed. Super packed, nice. both of them.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. That's always going to be something people put their kids into. I think it's great, man. Yeah. I really do phenomenal forget the fighting part but the confidence and the yeah. discipline and yeah it's good
1: yeah i wish i would have hung with it i don't know 15 years ago
0: no i know right <laughs> yeah but you know you say that but dude real life get you know what i mean oh yeah yeah and, yeah
2: you can say that about pretty much anything right yeah you'd be so good at this if i just kept doing it yeah but you stop doing it for probably good reasons
0: yeah exactly
2: Exactly.
0: Mo, were no. you asking
2: about those no gi classes? Because you like to do it like, uh, you know, old Olympic wrestling style, just full nude.
1: Full yeah. nude. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. It
0: was, you really want to, you know, be able to, you
1: know, feel your opponent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You never know when someone's going for that sack grab in a street fight. Yeah, and you never know uh, when that opponent may become a friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how me and Mo really met. Yeah,
0: yeah. Remember we used to tell people we met in the gym showers.
1: <laughs> we never said that.
0: No, we did. <laughs> we used to joke around about it, but yeah, I, on our early podcast, I yeah. Thought, too close to reality.
1: Oh, yeah, it was.
0: No, I actually couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we met at the cigar shop, even though we went to the same. That
1: guy. is true. Actually, we did meet yeah. at the cigar shop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just looking at different sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, same Similar thing. Similar as the gym. Menu. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. Well, that is large and veiny.
3: Yeah. We're
2: friends with that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Drew's muscles. Um, (laughs) There you go. We digress. We just put (laughs) everybody to sleep. Usually it's our last 15 minutes that are absolute shit, but today we. Got to rotate it a little every night. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Okay, so
2: something I've been seeing a lot of Mm -hmm. people trying this new. Well, that too, but uh, this new (laughs) Patina Sumatra and having Uh good things to say about it. Is that, like, universally good feedback? Because it sure seems like it from where I'm sitting.
0: I haven't heard anybody say anything negative yet. And trust me, people are never shy with me. (laughs) Um, I knew this. I mean, I had a feeling this cigar was going to be special. I really did. I I just, I don't know, man. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's just good. What's that? It's just good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, and you know, I mean, listen. Not everyone's gonna. I'm sure as more and more people try it, you know, you're gonna have people say I didn't like it. That's just how it goes. But again, taste is subjective. You know, it's the other stuff that you don't want people to ding you on, right? Quality, consistency, stuff like that. And even in yeah. that, I mean you're gonna hit ha- you're gonna get a bad one. Just how there's, it goes. <laughs> there's a there's like a a level of you, know, you you hear a lot about people saying good
2: things about certain cigars though for the flavors. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you get into that category that doesn't hurt either. Sure. No, not at all. Not at
0: all. Nice. And you wanted to do a shout out. Yeah. So, this, was, this is a reminder of how, like, powerful, and we've talked about this so many times, man, and, and it just, you know, it just, you continue to see it more and more. And there's a couple things I want to say about it. So, Rambler guy had gone into his local shop last year, and it asked the shop owner, you know, hey, Can you bring in this brand or at least can you go meet him at the show and, um, you know, maybe talk to him and see if you'd be interested in bringing in the brand. And so the guy actually did look for me to his credit, but for whatever reason, didn't find me at the show, didn't know that I was with Sutliff and uh, never came by. So this year I did meet him and he came by and he goes, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're Patina guy, you know, I was supposed to find you last year. This and that. There's a guy named Doug that comes into my shop that's been talking about bringing your cigars in for a long time. And he goes, you know, I've smoked them. I, you know, they're they're good cigars. Whatever. He goes, I'm gonna bring it in this year. You have my word. Ends up being a really cool guy, huge baseball fan. So we start talking baseball. We didn't even talk about the cigars. So he left. The, he left the booth without placing an order. And so, uh, you know, he put in his order uh, two weeks ago, I think. So the cigars are either there or should be on their way. Um, I'm sorry, last week you put in this order. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was Rambler guy really, you know, saying, Hey man, you know, you should bring this in. And, and not only that, but putting his, you know, we talk about putting your money where your mouth is, right? Like, Hey, I, will literally buy whatever, you know, if you bring in a few boxes, whatever you don't buy, I'll, you know, whatever you don't sell, I'll buy whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's just incredible how strong, and, like, for guys, like, in my position, and especially as we enter into what I think will be a cooling-off period for the cigar industry, those connections with people are are the most crucial part of it all, you know, the advocates, Like like McAuliffe has that ambassador program, right? I mean, they realize that – I don't know how effective it is. I really don't because I don't really interact with anybody too much from that brand. But they're on the right track as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's really – you know, your consumer is your most powerful advocate. And I will give you a story real quick on the flip side of it. There's a manager at a shop who has been saying to the owners, I really want to bring this brand in. I want really want to bring this brand in. I really want to bring this brand in. And he goes, listen, not only if you bring it in, I will literally buy whatever you guys don't sell for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the shop owners did not bring it in. a good way to lose a customer yeah no 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 no. the manager
2: oh the manager
0: i gotcha so my my point being is the consumer is the mo- is, is really the most powerful driving force that even a manager who literally deals with the customers every day could point people to this brand that they really like that they want other people to smoke doesn't have that same pull as the customer. That makes sense. You know? Yeah, that's legit. Legit. Also, just shout out to Rambler Guy, because he's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and thank you so much, you know, and, you know, obviously I'll, I'll show my thanks and, you know, the way that really matters, which is, you know, but that, No, not sexually. Um, (laughs) It is reach around. Yeah, cow, I I mean, I know that matters, too. But, um, yeah, and that's just what it is. So, you know, to all the people out there, and there's a lot of people, like, there's, like, this core group of people that just support the fuck out of Patina for whatever reason, and thank you guys, because you're all fucking awesome. And it's, like, it feels like a crew. You know what I mean? Pretty cool. Yeah Yeah, we had a similar question actually.'
2: I'll sneak it in right here uh, from MC6789. Uh, it, partly it's a patina plug, but also it's a question that I think mm-hmm. we've talked about before. He wants to know, do the cigars you smoke say anything about your level of attractiveness? He's noticed the people who smoke patina certainly mm-hmm.
0: seem very attractive.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: On a serious note, There is something, in that, and this is not about the team, but we've talked about this many times, man, where people smoke the band, right? Mm-hmm. And they feel like it says something about them. And other people, you know, and they want other people to say, wow, you know, you're smoking X, Y, Z. Right. Or not even bands, but Vitolas. Oh, he smokes Lanceros, he must know cigars, you know. Yeah, well and there's some brands too, or if I say the name of a brand,
2: like you can picture the stereotypical person who smokes that brand and you can say whether they're probably attractive or not, right? <laughs> if I said if I said this guy smokes only acid, mm-hmm. you have a mental picture.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Do I, you know what? Let's play this game. Let's let, let's seriously play this game because I don't have a mental picture for somebody that you tells me smokes acid because so many different types of people smoke acid. Yeah, I mean there's probably a couple
2: categories of them. Right. All right, run it through, Kyle. Well, there's the guy who has the the monster uh, decal on his truck. Right. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> certainly one of them. Where's uh, what is that? What is that? Uh, that brand of clothing, like Affliction or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that guy, right? Uh-huh.
2: Uh, there's
0: uh, there's the biker guys. I've seen a lot of. Oh yeah, biker about, so. guys love them. That those in Javas. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's
2: the cigar newbie guy, right? Mm-hmm. The younger guy. So there's this a couple categories, but I, I tend to go more toward those first couple of categories if, if they're, you know, if, if
0: they say they only smoke acid. Now, don't forget, you're forgetting the guy who buys them because his local B&M doesn't have Cubans. Oh, sure. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I heard that. And it's, by the way, it's across the country. Anybody who works in a retail shop will say, yeah, I've had that happen multiple times you guys sell cubans no all right where are your acids (laughs) yeah exactly yeah (sighs) all right uh let's take another brand um and and maybe maybe one where i don't actually know the people because i don't don't want to yeah, you don't know, um,
2: shit on anybody. That's not the goal here either. It's kind of funny, no, right? Like, Yeah. it's um, not supposed to be taken seriously.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, a lot of the people that we... So, like, if you take the legacy brands, right, there are, they either have the guys that have been smoking forever or the people that are just starting out. You rarely will meet somebody who's been smoking for a while that is, like, our age that smokes a lot of, like, legacy stuff, I feel like.
2: Yeah, those 35-year-old Macanudo smokers might be out there, but they're a few. <laughs> yeah, right. right. exactly. And they're working on revamping that, so I'm not, I don't want to yeah. show them or anything like that. Oh, so no. It's good not, for no, them, it's good for, them for trying, but that's, that's yeah. what I've seen, right?
0: Well you know, I mean the whole move with Forged and then getting that booth. I mean that's yeah, that's a step in those directions for sure. Yeah, yep. Yeah. They'll get there. I mean, yeah, they will. They have the resources too, so if they have the will.
2: All right, so pick another brand and, and Drew, I want your, your your uh stereotype on this one. Give now, us Drew something. Estate. Drew Estate, all right. Yeah. yeah. Like all of Drew Estate or like you gotta go more. No, non acid stuff. Because we already did acid. But like Undercrown or like Liga? Those are two different guys.
0: Ooh. Okay, well, there you go. Well that that that's uh, go with it. Right, I'm gonna leave that to Drew though, because I want his uh I want his judgment on this.
1: I don't know the difference in the two guys.
0: Yeah, me neither, Kyle. <laughs> this is like I never even thought about this. Well, like the Liga guys
2: are like the they're the ones that are going to spend more on a cigar. They're typically nerdier into it, right? Okay. because it's a more expensive cigar. I well, had if a. You don't really know the difference. <laughs> I had an
1: H ninety nine last stuff. last night.
0: What's oh, that? How'd you like that? I
1: had an H ninety nine last night. Oh yeah, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> I I really actually liked it. It was good.
0: I've heard nothing but good stuff about that cigar. Yeah, I mean, It was really the good. Two, they there was a point in time where those were fucking amazing cigars. I just haven't smoked them in a while.
1: No, I I had never had it. It was good. I liked yeah. it. What was the other one I smoked, uh, what, a week or two ago? I posted it. Their, uh, what, anniversary? Anniversario? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: how was that? Uh, man, I like the H99 better.
0: Okay.
1: But it was good, too.
0: All right, so Kyle, okay, so who are your underground guys? Well they're they're probably more like those guys I was talking
2: about originally, but kind of branching out. Mm. Right? Or they're like a a, they tend to be in more of the newer smoker or they found something they like and they're gonna stick with it. It's gonna be your Macanudo style guy.
0: Mm.
2: When I think about the Liga smokers, I I tend to think
0: about those are guys who are are just nerdier into it. Yeah. I think you're spot on. Yeah, And I, and I was going to say, you know, you would almost think of it like Padron Anniversary versus Thousand Series, but it's really not that. It's close but it is in a that, way. I think. Yeah, but it is in a way.
1: Um, you remember, yes, I... uh, Mo, that uh, the shady guy we bought uh, Cubans oh, yeah. from? So the first time I'd ever heard about Undercrown was from that guy.
0: Shady guy, we bought Cubans,
1: yeah. We went to like his house and he brought out some trays. (laughs) That was Opus, that's what I meant. And Opus, and he had Cubans too. Oh, he did. I
0: want to know more about this story. Oh, we've talked about it. We have talked
1: about it numerous times. His name was actually Jeff as well, so that's Mm -hmm. different. Jeff, but uh, yeah. The first time I'd ever heard about Underground, he, I think the first time I met him, he's like, Man, you gotta try this cigar, and he gave me one. And
0: they had just come out at that time, yeah, they had. Yeah, they were brand new. But those are the only smokable cigars at that, that one place we used to hang out at.
1: That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of people though that regularly smoke undergrounds.
0: I I notice and I'm kind of I'm, I'm with Kyle on this one. I've noticed the guys that smoke underground and stuff like that are typically older than the people that smoke regular. Cost more too.
2: Yeah. Part of the deal, right? Yeah. Most people don't, I don't know, at least from my experience, most people don't look at a full brand inventory and start with the most expensive stuff, unless they, like, are already deep into
0: that crap, you know? Right. Like, we might, but a lot of people probably wouldn't. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't remember why or when I stopped smoking Liga. Um... I guess my palate just changed so much. I ended up giving a lot of mine away to people that really would, you know, enjoy them.
1: We used to uh, smoke the shit think. out of some ligas.
0: Oh yeah, and I just can't remember why I stopped or when. Part of it could have been cost. At, one, at some point, it just got to be not worth it. But I don't really know why. I'm not sure.
1: I still dig them every now and then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we used to go nuts over this. Thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's when you couldn't find nines or 52s hardly either.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's way back. Yep. Yeah. Remember the first time we got those UF4s? Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. My brother went to the Drew Estate event and got Drew and I.
1: Bundle, Bundle
2: yeah,
0: yeah, it must
3: have
1: been like kings. Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now they're on the shelf all the time. (laughs) I I bought one the other day at the shop. I was like, I I, I wanted to see, uh, wanted to see how it compared to my memory. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, they're different every
1: year, uh, yeah, but. Still. Kind of. Wanted to see. Wanted to, yeah, I wanted to see how it uh, how it's stacked up still. Haven't smoked it yet, but we'll find out.
2: There you go. There's like a whole level of it, too, where like, I, I feel this way about a lot of cigars, where it's like watching a movie you liked when you were a small child.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And like, you know you're in for disappointment. So why do you? Why'd oh, you yeah. You're gonna, like, you're going to be like, that was shit the whole time. Nobody told me.
0: They want to rain on your parade, Kowski. All
2: right, I got a bunch of cigars like that where I'm just like, I can't smoke that again because it's gonna ruin my my naive, happy experience from 15 years ago. Right? Can't do that. I want to pretend that was a good cigar. I get it. It's all good. Uh, All right, let's see here. Yogi asked us a question. He wants to know what's the first thing you do if you won the Mega Millions jackpots?
1: Oh, man. It was somebody in Illinois. It was.
0: It wasn't me. That I can promise you. Um, honestly, find somebody to like, probably like put it somewhere where I couldn't spend it all at once. Would you be tempted to spend... That was, like, a, over a billion dollars. Do I I have no idea. But, you know, any money that comes that easily finds a way to just fucking go as easily. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, that's, like... I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a good question. i definitely donate to different causes, but... Probably get myself an old school muscle car And then that's about it Hell yeah mm-hmm.
2: Drew what would you do?
1: Um, God not much would change I would,
0: uh... Well, yeah, I mean when you're on. No. House. Shit. <laughs> What's another one? You'd buy the rest of the gated community. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would, uh... No, I, I would probably stay where I'm at currently, um, house-wise, but, uh... Like, car-wise, I'd buy something cool.
3: Yeah.
1: Buy my wife something cool. Maybe a garage off-site to buy more cool cars, because I, <laughs> I do dig cars. Yeah. Build out some nice uh, humidors and. Ooh yeah, I forgot about that. Buy some cool shit that's just ridiculous because I had money.
0: Yeah, I'd build a badass cigar lounge. Yeah. So I can go hang out with my friends.
1: Actually, you know what? <laughs> you know what would be awesome is is just to put one centrally located between you and like your friends. Yeah. Like, like, buy a shop here and just don't have it as a shop. Just have it as where you can go and hang out with your buddies. Like,
3: Yeah.
1: It wouldn't be open to the public. It'd just be open to you and your buddies.
2: There are some kind of private lounges like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah. That would be fun. There is.
0: Yeah.
1: At that point, the, you, the money wouldn't matter, so who cares? Right.
2: Right. I mean Step one is not work again Ever <laughs> That's pretty much the most important change Everything else is
0: Would you buy Similar a enough,
2: Right. <laughs> why would you buy a Culver's
0: <laughs> Oh dude just, At, at the mean, point where
2: you can just go get whatever you want From there
0: Well you buy one and they why? only serve you Oh no, no Like no, an on, personal feels... on site culver.
1: Culver's chef at your house <laughs> Yeah Covert. That feels, uh, some stuff hits kitchen. like a
2: level of feeling wasteful, you know?
0: <laughs> or greedy to hold back all that greatness from other people. Well, at some point, I think you probably have that, that point in time where you look
2: around in the world and, you know, you mentioned giving the charity. You look around in the world and you're just like, there's so many things I could do, but instead I'm employing. Six people at a time to work in this Culver's that nobody ever goes to except me <laughs> three times a day. Right? right? There's a level of what the fuck.
1: <laughs> you, you could open culvers in other places where n- none of them are so that you can mm-hmm. give that joy to everyone.
0: No, that is that be. is giving
1: back. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody
0: should working. have a culverts near them.
1: No, you just, work. you just hire You're somebody not to be do that. In a cow. Yeah. You pay somebody you know, like, to open these. Hey, I want to open Culver's. Every state, go. hmm Here's my, yeah, here's my money. You do it. And then you're making money, yeah. too.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It still feels a lot like having to worry about something. Right? <laughs> the whole point of not ever having to work again, right, is to like, limit the number of responsibilities that you would have.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: I don't think I couldn't. Because not work I'd have to do something
2: I'd be fine volunteering I don't want
1: to either way I'd just have to somebody
2: else's schedule
1: no I'd have to do something cool. well I would work for myself and then I was with my own schedule
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's legit enough I'll, right? I'll, if you have
1: like a I'll be in when I'm in guys it's almost a hobby at that point right <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
1: well, maybe at would be office. The money I may not
0: it's like starting a cigar brand. Yeah. There you go. You
2: <laughs> the see ladies, too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of dudes. Plenty
0: of dudes. hmm <laughs> All the dudes. Yeah. there you there go. You That's more realistic. Okay.
2: Oh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I'm curious about... A little bit. This doesn't have to be a long topic, but Tobacco, right? It's the German cigar show for Europe. Okay. And it's not just cigars, it's all kinds of tobacco stuff. So it's more like a TPE kind of a thing, mm-hmm. much bigger than our stuff here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Uh, so recently Davidoff and STG announced they're not attending this year. Okay. So the question I was curious about is, is do you guys think American brands are going to be gaining traction in that european market and if so would they do it through inter tobacco? are they going to do it some other way uh because everybody seems everybody in europe that i have heard from seems pissed off with with uh the cuban situation right now in the mm-hmm. yeah. i'm just curious if there's like an inroad to be had there or if it's like well you want american stuff just fucking order it <laughs>
0: like we're not coming <laughs> over there if that's well, the new thing yeah, like what they do with us and Cubans. Um, right. Well, first, they're not American cigars. I mean, there are American companies that make cigars. Correctly American. You know, correct, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, very few
2: American cigars. You know what I mean? Right. American yeah. Cigars. No, I know. Yeah. I'm
0: just yeah. I'm being a fucking dick. Um, but um, I to answer the short answer is absolutely. This is a huge opportunity um, for the brands that are situated to be able to expand like that. And, and you've seen it over the past couple of years, you know, you're seeing, uh, guys dabble in more markets, uh, outside of the U S which, you know, is a great hedge, especially with the FDA uncertainty. And no matter what anybody says, it's still uncertain. Um, so I think from that perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the question now they, what people understand the Europeans have a different model, which is like more similar to Canada where like the distributor buys from you. So once the distributor buys from you, they take ownership and responsibility for selling the cigar.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's a little bit of a different way than here. Um, but because more of an upper Cigar smoking is more so than in the U.S. because U.S. it's, you know, cigar smoking is a thing that unites people from all different walks of life, right? It's not like that in Europe or in, like, the Middle East, for example, or or even Asia. Like, it's typically upper-crust people that could afford to smoke cigars, right? So, like, brand recognition is even more important over there. Um. So, you know, like whereas in the U.S. you have this boutique culture and people want to try stuff they've never heard of and stuff like that. Um, I think it's a little bit different over there from what I've gathered. Right. Again, I've never been there, so it's hard to say, but just from talking to people. Right. Um, So it's a little bit different as a dynamic in that regard. And I remember. Somebody was telling me a story about Inner Tobacco, and there was a guy from a brand here who, you know, it's a big deal here in a way. And uh, he's like, "Oh, this is so and so from so and so." He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas in the U.S., the guy's like revered, right? Mm. Sure. So um, yeah, man, there's definitely that. Uh, but yeah, if like you're Davidoff or you know, obviously Castagli or Bespoke or whatever they are in uh, Europe and and like Sebastian Cavalier and like Akil and Regis, these are brands that are already well-known in Europe that that they, you know, it would make a lot of sense for them to probably try to focus more on filling that gap. Fair enough.
2: I'm also just curious on some thoughts. What do you think? I don't know. They, I mean, those those two big companies must know something that isn't standing out to me as a reason to not go and exhibit
0: there. Well, they're an exhibit at PCA.
2: Now, Yeah, that's maybe they've just decided that trade shows aren't worth it, which is yeah. probably also yes. completely
0: fair. And, and I think that's what it is, Kyle. Because for them, it probably isn't. Yeah. You know? That could be all that comes down to. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like
2: if if the biggest companies have decided that trade shows aren't worth it, you have two options at that point. You, you know, it's either trade shows are no longer worth it for anybody or they're worth it for guys who are a little bit smaller, and I don't know. I don't know how the economics work for that for somebody who's a little bit smaller than the biggest guy is. So, we'll see how that all plays out.
0: I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I mean, neither. It will be. I could tell you, though, man, the hottest brand at PCA was probably Sensia. <sighs> you know? It's going to be very it. interesting to see what happens with a lot of, like, uh, the contract brands that are made at some of these places that are focusing more and more on their own stuff. Better hope you
2: have a good contract, right?
0: Yeah. So, I
2: don't know. All right, well, let's hit some Judge Drew. This
1: Do is it. my
2: last topic, so prep up whatever else you guys got. All right, so uh, Drew, Mr. Judge Drew. Yep. This, is, uh, this is from from an article I was reading. A North Carolina woman apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend tried to set fire to a house owned by someone else, according to the sheriff's office. Uh, so the homeowner saw this woman Ooh. setting, trying to set fire to the house with bundles of wood, a jug of oil, and a fire on the front porch Uh, The homeowner, who is not the ex-boyfriend, tried to put out the fire with a garden hose, but it didn't work because the woman had used a sealant to block it up. So instead, the homeowner grabs a rifle and confronts the woman. She drives away. There's no mention of what her ex-boyfriend did or why this was the wrong house. (laughs) How do you judge this situation?
1: So, this is actually pretty good. Um, I'm going to tell a story and then tell it. So, we've got this guy at work. Um, he uh, how
0: every great Drew story starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true.
1: everything's about guys at work. Yeah. Okay, so we got this guy this at work.
0: That's why like you
1: always have to keep working. Mm-hmm. I got shit in the way here. Uh, okay, he um he ran home because uh not ran he went home. He he lives like a mile from our work. He goes home because his truck hadn't started that morning. So some weird shit with it. Anyway, so he's like getting it towed. So he had all of his stuff cleaned out. He normally carries a pistol with him. Um, so he's out there with the tow truck guy. His wife's inside sleeping. She works nights. And there's this weird guy like walking the street in front of his house, like tripping, weird guy. So he's dealing with the uh, tow truck guy. Finally, this dude's like, "Hey, man, I need to talk to you." And my buddy's like, "What? What the fuck? Like, I don't know this guy. What's, <laughs> what's going on?" Uh, the tow truck guy guy kind of leaves, and and my buddy's like, he had already cleaned. He didn't have his pistol on him. He'd cleaned out his truck and stuff. He's like trying to get in the house to like get his pistol because this guy's all weirding out. The guy kind of gets closer to him and starts talking and accuses him of of seeing him the night before or something with his girl Betty, I think is who it was or <laughs> something. I don't remember. And he knows she's cheating on him, and he's about to go back to the pen. And you know, my butt he's like, you don't know me anything, but I'd really like to know if if you you know i saw you guys together if that's what's really going on and she i know she's cheating on me and i just can't handle that before i go back to the pen and like is accusing him of all this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't remember how he gets the guy to finally leave so he goes inside his wife's sleeping he gets his pistol and and takes off back to work locks up everything and he kind of s- hangs out Well, the guy comes back with a couple of buddies, and they're all kind of walking around at a couple houses down. So he calls the cops. They come out and kind of check things out, and the guys take off. Nothing ever happened with the story. I guess he went to the pen. But this guy had the wrong fucking house and if he would have legit been like pissed at him would have tried to kick his ass or mm-hmm. or shoot him or stab him or something i don't know but this is the same fucking shit but it's the wrong house and betty or whatever was never in the dude's truck <laughs> same bullshit i don't know so, people need uh, if, you're gonna, uh, if you're going to if you're going to one, accuse somebody of it. You better make damn sure well that it's actually happening. Two, if you're going to be stalking people, like, do a better fucking job of it.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: God. I mean, if you're going to do something, do it Do it all, all in. Don't stalk the wrong fucking people. <laughs> that, that's just stupid. Like, just do it right. If you're going to. Get them right. Get the right people. So, this lady burns down someone, or tries to, someone else's house that's not her ex-boyfriend. Even though she was pissed at him, right? Cal? Okay. Is that what happened? Yeah? Did we lose Cal?
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay. I was just verifying.
2: This went to the wrong house, Yep.
1: So, she goes to the wrong house. How? I don't know. I guess she was so pissed that she didn't realize it's the wrong fucking house. How, she had to have been over there a bunch of times. How did she not know this is the wrong fucking house?
2: I don't know. Didn't say how long they were together either.
0: Well, I'll tell you something is there is a police officer with a flashlight by a house. Three houses down from where I'm at. <laughs> with a flashlight looking around. You might want to go under and they're looking for Water. you. What, what the the f- bad luck. I really do. No, actually, you could look at it like I have really good because I continually miss shit. Like, barely. I know. Well, God's just reminding me. Life's short. Um, I, don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't... Look. Yeah. Sorry. I, Go ahead. One, don't do stupid shit. Two, if you're going to do yeah. stupid shit, at least make sure it's correct.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just don't do stupid shit, people. And and to the guy that dated this crazy bitch. Holy fuck. Pick your women better next time. And yeah, women dude, that's, pick your that's dudes better.
0: Than well, you never know until you get to know.
3: <laughs> I
0: mean who's
2: gonna you're not gonna think, oh you know, this is gonna be the one that tries to burn down my house. Right. That's a certain yeah. level of crazy you would never expect. Although I guess I don't know the backstory, maybe so. No. Yeah.
1: The the, no. the 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 other issue with that there's some dudes that like that shit. And there's some girls that probably do too. But I know some guys that really do. That there they,
0: was, I don't know how you could fucking like that.
1: So you know, I'll say off air, one gentleman you know, he has actually said like unless he knows he, he's gotta know that she's crazy enough. That she might burn his house down—that's the kind of chick he wants to be with. He—he he likes some form of crazy.
2: And insurance payouts, I would guess. Yeah. Man,
1: I don't
0: fucking moron.
1: i like a—I I like my life, and I don't want I'm going drama.
0: <laughs> I don't know what kind of bush league. I don't know what kind of bush league shit's going on around here.
1: <laughs> Mo's out. Still
0: looking for you, Mo. Ooh. Yeah, it could be. beard's getting awfully long. That's true.
1: It is, man. I'm meaning to tell you how sexy that thing's looking.
0: I'll tell you what. You know what? I I I'm. I, I talked about this last week. I don't know if it's fear or just more respect, but ever since I've grown it out, people seem to treat me
1: better. <laughs> <Fear>. <laughs> definitely something you know
2: what's really funny uh so this is gonna sound absolutely ridiculous but i think it's kind of of interesting right so the the u.s just just uh killed an al-qaeda leader and Mm -hmm. oh your beard is totally bigger than his you know what cow cocksucker i'm saying you got you're, you're, you're almost gonna move in with the amish soon (sighs)
1: Losing? <sighs> he went inside. He'll be back in a minute.
0: So a a minute ago you were my, you're you're comparing me to fucking Amil of the and now you're comparing me to fucking John Smith and fucking Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Which one is it, Cal? I mean, it depends how big the beard is. <laughs> right, There's
2: nothing to do with people's <laughs> religions in reality, right? I'm just yeah. talking about how
0: big their beards are. <laughs>
2: It's like at some point you just cross over into Amish territory and yeah. I don't not I... anybody competes with those guys, right? no <laughs> so, so are you gonna like move into the country or get a buggy? No.
0: I already tried that That is not for me. fair enough oh. How big are you going with it? No oh, no just this is as long as it's gonna get. Fair enough. Yeah, it's too much maintenance otherwise. Well,
1: it's too much maintenance to keep it that long.
0: If like you were to continue to grow it, there's a lot of maintenance like oh, beard yeah. oil oils and bombs and
1: that, So, so this is the <sighs> problem that I have with with dudes um, that they. One, there's a bunch of dudes going around with beards that Mm -hmm. should not have beards. Yeah. Two, there's some guys with beards that think they can just grow a beard, never trim it, never take care of it or nothing. And Mm -hmm. it looks like absolute dog shit on their face. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Also an issue.
0: Okay, but like what... Like, what do you mean by somebody who has a beard that has no business having a beard?
1: there There are some guys. you gotta know your strengths. So they have like patchy <laughs> beards.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. but I they
1: will still try to have a beard. and it was like, look, dude, yeah, look, yeah, you're not gifted in that area. I'm sorry. You, you look like shit with patches of hair all over your face.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and And a lot of those guys, because it's all patchy, they will try and just grow it out longer. It's like a beard comb over.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, can both of you guys grow beards?
1: Not. Nah, yeah, I can. I don't. I don't have any issue. Yeah, not at all. I I choose not to. Right. But yes.
0: I, there's, I there's so that. many stereotypes too with beards. It's kind of funny. There's a lot of people
1: that should not have beards that do have beards.
0: My favorite is, so the reason I started growing, like, was I gained some weight during COVID. So it helped kind of whatever. and uh, Hide things? Huh?
1: Hide things?
0: Yeah. You know, like, you know, um... And then I ended up liking it, and I was like, oh, this ain't bad.
1: You've always had, like, a a form of beard, though.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But, dude, it was, the best is, like, those dudes that are kind of chubby, and they have a beard, and they wear, like, the backwards hat and sunglasses and have, like, a small mid-sized SUV. Yeah? Like, (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) You see it, like, constantly.
1: Yeah. It's another same
0: dude like compensation yeah. thing. What's that?
1: Compensating. Yeah. I drive a I drive a mid size SUV and so I gotta have a beard.
0: Yeah, gotta have a beard, gotta rock some sunglasses, backwards hat.
1: They're also oh, trying cool. to be twenty years old again.
0: Yeah, there's that.
1: I don't know. Some of those guys that have beards should probably just have a mustache.
0: Oh
1: come on! No, some should.
0: Under no no circumstance <laughs> is a mustache acceptable,
1: dude. There's some people that they're coming that, back that can rock some stashes. Well, uh, they're man. coming back because there's a lot of people that shouldn't have fucking beards. <laughs> 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 the amount of look, I I my personal thing. I see more guys that should not have beards than guys that actually have good-looking beards.
0: No, the mustaches to me are like that's cool. Like there's a certain age where it's fine, but if you're like 25 rocking a fucking mustache, (laughs) give it
1: up. This is great. When when do you (laughs) when is a stash okay? When you're a Highway patrol when or, a, retired. or a firefighter?
0: When what?
1: When you're a highway patrol or a firefighter?
0: Yeah, especially if like you're the chief. Yeah, it's okay.
1: So it's an older thing, you think? I think so. I think it's a... Hmm. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, I think young people with mustaches look fucking silly. <laughs> I
1: I haven't thought of it like that, but I, I, I just relate it to... There are some people... Again, we've got a couple guys at work. There's some that that should not have beards, and I tell them. I'm like, look, you, you look like shit with a beard, man. You should have a mustache or you should shave that. <laughs> I, I tell them. No, wait, one, it just is, what is it? one of the guys yeah. is actually rocking a mustache now, and it actually looks pretty damn good, and he's young. He's 20, I don't know, 3, 4. He's young.
0: Come on. There's a part of you, though, that's thinking, like, what the fuck are we doing here?
1: No, I think it looks good on him. I really do. It's got to look good on him, though. It, like, you can't. If I have a mustache, dude, it's not going to look good. A beard, I will admit, will look good on me. I don't like it. But a mustache is It's funny. Means...
0: You'd probably get stopped more than I would.
1: <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, <I understand. laughs> yeah, probably
0: accurate.
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah, a a stash is... I don't know. It's got to go on the right person, man. Not everyone can rock a stash. You got to know your talent. That's true. But not everyone can rock a beard either. And they all think they can.
0: Yes, that's true too.
1: A lot of people should invest in uh, Dollar Shave Club. Mm. And use it. Look,
0: as always, as much as we talk about this, do whatever, you know, you feel comfortable. I mean, we're not like don't we're joking around you no. know what i mean like <laughs>
1: i'm not you have
0: a mustache we're not trying i'm not trying to offend you or <laughs> drew's not trying to you know
1: i am though shave that <laughs> beard <laughs> <laughs> look How, where
0: do you stand on all this
2: I, I i think it just depends on the person's face more than anything
0: mm-hmm. if it looks good go for it if it doesn't See, no. look good don't No. People that are skinny with a big beard, I never, I don't think that that's a good look either.
1: It does look a little odd. Right? Yeah, I, I can yeah. agree with that. It's got to be on point to look okay. It has
0: to fit your stature, like your physical stature, if you're going to go with a beard. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a buck 30 soaking wet and your beard is like at your fucking kneecaps, like, come on. Like, I mean, that's. You look at like Cousin It.
1: Cousin It.
0: From Adams family, right? Yep. Yeah. Family? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a legit reference, you yeah. know. So yeah, then again on who you are and what you look like that's, a, that's we're probably thing. the last three people on the fucking planet to take advice about being cool from so there's
1: that I don't know you have a good <laughs> beard you got good beard advice uh, I like to judge people
3: yeah
1: <laughs> I will judge you.
0: I did have to color it though. It was getting way too gray.
1: Do you do it yourself, or you got? Yeah, I did it myself. No, well, I,
0: I I had help from my girlfriend.
1: That's that's um, all right. Uh,
0: but um, yeah, it was it was just. I mean, I'm just too young to have that much gray.
1: Oh, I mean, dude, it was almost all fucking gray. You're telling me? I oh. that's the one issue. Like uh, we did No Shave November and stuff last year. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, I look 20 years older with a beard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah, well, I told her you did this, so you fix it. (laughs) 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 Um, no, but it can, man. Yeah, like I looked a lot older.
1: Oh man, yeah. Well, I'll have to get your coloring tips. If I grow, <laughs> I grow mine out, dude. My like, I go a day or two without shaving, mm-hmm. and holy shit, it's, it's some, uh, it's some glitter there.
3: Yeah, it's bad.
1: Sure. It's bad. I'm, I'm, I'm too young for that still. At least I think I yeah. am. No, yeah, we are. None in my hair at all. It's all Ooh. just beard.
0: I was I was too for a long time but now it's starting to get in my hair too
1: oh I'm sure with the with the kids on the way I'll <laughs> <laughs> speed things up
0: accelerate the process yeah Cal mm-hmm. you thinking about buzzing your head again anytime soon you know I actually am I don't
2: know I need a haircut of some kind mm-hmm it's pretty important because it's getting in my face oh. you like that though not the hair. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have to cut it somehow, and I'm cheap, and it's easy.
0: So I might just do that. We'll see. Now, Cal, you're considered, <laughs> are you considered, like, executive level at your job? I don't know. High enough up that we, we can say... It should matter how I look on a video call. Okay, so doesn't. that's kind of what I
2: was at. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It doesn't. It doesn't. Gotcha. I wear over-the-ear headphones on my video calls, and I don't give a fuck. It's tech. Nobody cares. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit of a different world. I got new ones, though, so I look way better than I used to. hmm But yeah, nobody cares. More important that they can, you know, you hear what they're saying, and I hear what you're saying
3: than anything else You
0: no. <sighs> What else we got boys
1: That's probably I it I
2: have much to start I knew that's what was. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I don't know more about Drew's friends who Want to date people Who'll burn their houses down But that's sort of You know Neither here nor there
1: Yeah Mo knows them I used to train with him a lot, a whole lot. At the gym. Yep. Oh. Tall, younger guy.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Who was his? I forgot his name though.
1: Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it on here.
0: Yeah, no. Ernie.
1: Not, I don't want to bleep it out because then I'd have to do some extra work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: <you> are. <laughs> yeah. We got a, a firefighter. In uh, the town over from us In Sun Prairie mm-hmm. who is, he, he, His his picture Keeps coming up in memes uh, He's a firefighter Named Les McBurney mm. so nice. That's pretty funny Good name for a firefighter
0: There it is
1: Did that happen by accident Or he was like well I gotta be a firefighter <laughs> With this name I
2: don't know but I bet there's some interviews out there At this point <laughs>
0: The Bear on Hulu. Have any of you guys watched this or heard of it? Bear? Mm -mm. Yeah. Like a sexual thing? No, cow. It's not. That was a pretty good show. What's it about? You guys need anything? It's this, and and I probably think it's a really good show because it hits a lot of different uh, things, but. He is a award-winning chef. His brother commits suicide and his brother owned an, an Italian beef spot in Chicago. So he's got to move back home. Uh, because his brother left him the restaurant and he's like trying to turn around this like beef spot. It's pretty it's pretty I mean it, it got a shit ton of great praise and stuff like that. So I decided to finally watch it. Because, like, I, I don't know, I, like, don't watch Chicago PD or Chicago Fire or anything like that. Yeah. So this was, like, the first. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It was pretty good. And plus, I love fucking beef sandwiches. That's his nickname, Bear. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Waiting for some, you know, the bear is a sous chef or something.
3: Mm-hmm. Line cook. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, <sighs> that's
1: all I got.
2: That's it. People smoke like smoke like a sultan, perhaps.
1: Yeah, Like uh, man, young. Actually, by the way, while we were on this podcast, I purchased the last box of. <laughs> Sumatra Toros from Smoke Maniunk with ah. my Smoke Like a Sultan's coupon code.
0: There you go. What a champ.
1: Uh, they, they do still have some others. But yeah, I got the last uh, box of the Bronze Toro Sumatra.
0: And that size is pretty money, you know. It,
1: it looked actually, I'm back on here. They have the precipitation in the Sumatra. He's got another thing for bronze Toros. And then I said there's two left in stock. I don't know what that's about, but there's two others on this one. They look like they're more money.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either.
1: (laughs) Mine are on the way, though.
0: Hell yeah, man.
1: Get yours. (laughs) Smoke like a sultan. We'll get you a better good dis- it. discount. New soundboard. Let us know how it sounds. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, I'm sure you sound great. Fuck, it's way better. Holy shit. Kyle and I are... Uh... <laughs> no, you guys sound great.
2: <laughs> we'll see. You, oh, you sound guys, quality is you guys different sound... from right. content right. quality. Right.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> but you sound good, at least. There you go. We have shit content, but you sound Sweet. great.
2: It's all that matters. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, gents. Next week. All right, boys. You guys have a good one. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sultans of smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions or comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.